You're listening to the Incomparables Total Party Kill podcast in which a bunch of friends play Dungeons and Dragons on the internet for your amusement. This is episode number 61 for Shocktober 2015. Boo! Knee deep in bat guano. are back on Total Party Kill, but this is not the Total Party Kill you're expecting. This is a special Shocktober edition of Total Party Kill, where spooky things happen under the control of our dungeon's master, Dan Morin and Tony Sindelar. Hi, Dan and Tony. Hello. Also, hello. (laughs) All right. Let me introduce, (laughs) even though I'm not the dungeon master, somehow I am the announcer, I will introduce our players for this special Shocktober edition of Total Party Kill. Warren Fry is out there from Canada, from Radio Free Scarrow. Hello. It's beautiful here in Vancouver in my room. (laughs) Have you played Dungeons & Dragons before? Yes, poorly. Recently? Uh, six, seven months ago, something like that. All right. Quasi-recently. Well done, well done. Erica Ensign's out there. We play regularly on Total Party Kill, so I know you have played Dungeons & Dragons fairly recently. Hi. I have. I can't fool you. Aline Sims is here. (laughs) Hello. Hello. Have you played Dungeons & Dragons before? I have never played Dungeons & Dragons before. (gasps) You're in the position I was in in Total Party Kill episode one, so welcome. (laughs) I listened to that. Yeah, I had no idea what I was doing. Now I think I know what I'm doing and still have no idea. I have no idea. Sounds about right. Brian Hamilton. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Very glad to be here with we're, all of you. We're not talking about Game of Thrones. We're not talking about True Detective. Instead, you could if playing, you want. I mean, you're playing I'm... D&D. So, so, Brian, have you played D&D before? Once terribly, so I may as well be a newbie. Okay. We will we'll put you... <laughs> I, I, I would just like to say pretty early on that I feel like players actually don't play terribly. I think that's a sign of whoever was running your game. <laughs> I think you guys are all great, is what I'm saying. Ah, I think you good. guys are awesome. Well done, Dan. Well, There are no bad up. players, just horrible, horrible dungeon masters. <laughs> Correct. All right, uh, Dan and Tony, it's all yours. Uh, explain to the people what, uh, what the heck we're doing here and how this is going to work. Well, for our special spooky edition of Total Party Kill, we thought we would play a spooky adventure. Uh, so we are playing uh, the published adventure. Uh, this is not published by Wizards of the Coast, but this is a published adventure, A Night in Savoth Manor, which is published by David Floor. And if you, you Google that, you can find it and you can purchase it. Um, I've run this before. I'm running it again. Uh, it's a very uh, exciting, dangerous adventure. Uh, Dan actually played as a player in this adventure. Okay. Um, Dan, how many hours did it take you to complete that adventure? Are you sure you want to tell the people? Yeah, I like to, uh, I like to start people off with like an impending, this, this is supposed to be spooky and you're supposed to feel like a, a sense of dread. So how many hours, well, Dan? Well, Tony, I believe it took us 12 hours to finish this adventure in one sitting. And yet tonight, our adventurers will only have four hours because I'm going to sleep after midnight. So. <laughs> So we'll because see how they do. Super moon. So the I guess yeah. the universe implodes or something at midnight, and then that's the end of the adventure. Uh, um, something like that. Yeah, let's we'll find out what happens together. Something spookier, Jason. I mean, defeat is not an option, except that I have a whole long list of what happens when you get defeated. All right. Um, so, uh, Dan, do you want to start us off? Why don't you read the, the the little bit of the introduction? We can trade off. Our players have already heard this, but for our listeners, here's what you should know about. A Night in Savoth Manor. Well, I'm so glad that you asked me to do that, Tony. I presume I'm starting few people in the village. Go for it. Ah, few people in the village of Ravenshire spoke of the manor atop the hill to the north, and even fewer dared approach it. After the horrific events that happened there so many years ago, many believed the mansion and the estate grounds to be cursed, haunted by the restless dead, and some of the village residents could swear they have seen movement and lights coming from the seemingly abandoned mansion. <clears throat> mention, 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 mention. <laughs> Am I continuing, or are you? Are we I'll, go, I'll go next. Uh, yeah, why don't you go next? Throughout the years, the village has had its share of disappearances. Most of them have been blamed on the harsh environment of the surrounding forest and the natural dangers of the world we live in. You know, people disappear. It just happens. But recent evidence leads to the doorstep of the Savoth estate. And when the two young children of a prominent noble go missing, and the village sends out search parties to the surrounding area... Two separate search parties that pass through the iron gates of the entrance to the estate have yet to return. Now, a local mystic warns of the danger looming in the manor, how the two nobles' children will soon be led towards the darkness and turn against the village they once called home. 
Are you brave enough to step through the gates and seek out the missing search parties and the two noble children? Are you willing to unravel the mysteries of the Savoth estate, even if it means risking your own life? Ooh. Now nope, I'm gonna go. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure about this anymore. <laughs> Uh, now, now it's all on you guys. So, yeah, how, how's it going? So, should we introduce ourselves? Yeah, I feel like you know you, your characters have all known each other for you know days, if not weeks, if not years. But perhaps the listeners would like to know who you are that make up this party. All right. We know who you are as people, but who are you as characters, Jason? Well, I so- am Panavor. Uh, may the blessings of Avandra be upon you. I am a half elf cleric who doesn't like to talk about his past, but he travels around from town to town, you know, solving crimes, fighting fighting evil, righting wrongs, and has heard about this uh, spooky uh, estate and thought, that sounds like an episode of my TV show. Okay, my guy is uh, Guther the uh, Belligerently Righteous. As far as I got with his background is that he's obviously a dwarf uh, and he's cranky, and uh, but he's righteous too. He's a dwarf paladin, which of course, you know, the dwarf uh, dwarf parents weren't too thrilled with. They didn't want that. They wanted to be a minor, so so he's sort of rebellious, uh, but, but also righteous. So a real pain in the butt is what I'm trying to say here. Nice. Erica, you want to go next? Uh, I created a gender-neutral dragonborn wizard named Shrivenzal. My friends call me Zal for short, so I guess that automatically includes the rest of you guys. Uh, you can use whichever gendered pronouns you choose or switch back and forth. Zal does not care. Uh, I am a librarian who, when not adventuring, has a tendency to absentmindedly wander the stacks of my library, uh, picking books at random. Just kind of collect nifty little bits of obscure history. Uh, but my coworkers learned early on not to piss me off because I am slow to anger. But once I get riled up, my temper is literally fiery, uh, which is not a great quality for somebody who works with precious paper books. So my bosses like it when I go off adventuring as much as possible. Um, I do look very intimidating. I'm a big black dragon person and I literally breathe fire. So that is that's me. That's all. All right, so Anya is a Tifling warlock, um, and she has kind of a, a, a bad past uh, that she doesn't talk about. Um, needless to say, um, she um, she is words, Aline. <laughs> she was named by her human mother, um, a Tifling father, and um, they are both uh, deceased, uh, and there's story behind that. Um, <laughs> but she doesn't trust anybody, uh, is fairly quick to anger, but is also, um, uh, seems to be pretty nice, uh, but is, is prone to outbursts and, um, fits of intimidation if need be. So, my name is Zenric. I've lived in Ravenshire my entire life. Uh, I am a halfling ranger. My uh, favorite pastime is to strum the lute uh, every now and again, but my uh, livelihood is as an archery uh, teacher for a local community center, or whatever the uh, community center equivalent of uh, Dungeons & Dragons is. <laughs> uh, on the side, I do private lessons, and the main reason that uh, I'm so interested in uh, the goings-on here at Save Off Manor is because I tutor the two nobles' children that... Uh, uh, went missing so long ago in the manor. So um, I'm looking to save them. And keep your job. Nope, that too. <laughs> it's not my job to uh, save them, but it's my job to make sure that they can hit something with an arrow. Yeah, yeah. fair enough. I, I would assume <laughs> that in, in addition to the altruistic nature of wanting to save uh, two, uh, two, two young children, uh, there, there's probably a, a good-sized reward in this for anyone who, uh, who succeeds as well. Um, you know, and if that reward only gets split a couple ways, that's, you know, that just makes the math easier, right? Um, so, yeah. So uh, we join our adventurers um, just inside the gates, uh, just outside the gates to the Save-Off Estate. Um, if, you, if the players are looking at the map, um, you're standing outside uh, just a little rickety iron gate, and you can see kind of a large uh, courtyard beyond. Uh, there are some kind of uh, barren trees. Um, it's quite dark since it is it is uh, nighttime. And there Light are... Light lantern. Yeah. Uh, you, um, and you can see... Uh, some uh, creatures flying about in the air above you. So yeah, that that is your your situation here. Creatures, yeah. So we get a, can we get a look better look at those creatures? Yeah. So when in doubt, uh, if you want to look at something, I'm going to ask you to roll perception. 
So why don't you do a quick perception check, anyone who wants to look around? Well, I don't <laughs> see anything. I'm lucky to be alive. I rolled a one. Type look creatures. Nope. That's okay. not how it works. <laughs> Panavar has rolled a one on his perception check. What Let's dice see. do you use for that one? Is that 20? <laughs> yeah. Okay. You, when, when in doubt, d20. Seven. And that would be passive perception? On uh, we're oh, asking people to do specific perception checks. So I'm going to say that uh, we had our, our players rolled a bunch of numbers here. Uh, so uh, our paladin rolled a seven. That's not very promising. Uh, but Zenrich, <laughs> um, the, the ranger, um, studies them quite closely with his, his little ranger eyes. Uh, and they are, they are, they are, there seems to be a, a flock of bats just kind of circling in the air over the courtyard, Zenrich. And they specifically, you would recognize these from your, uh, your kind of wilderness training and experiences. They are vampire bats, which, uh, that's, that's, you know, not your typical bat. Guys, guys, do you see those vampire bats up there? You understand those vampire bats, right? We're not in the best position right now. This Ooh, is a spooky manner. Bats. Spooky. Ooh, and I, I heard a rumor, and I'm not sure I believe it, but I heard a rumor that the, uh, the awful creatures that live inside this house are not, um, silver weapons do not have a greater effect on them like they usually do against creatures like vampire bats and such. So, uh, if you happen to have a silver weapon, eh, Maybe it's not going to do the greatest job. I don't know. Like I said, not a reliable source, but just passing mm. it along. Thanks for the tip. Mm. I try. You're Knowledge. Fox News, it's your best friend. Well, should we uh, should we make our way uh, toward the uh, toward the entrance to the manor here? I'd appreciate that. I think so. Well, we should. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna move ahead and uh, maybe uh, maybe 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 I should look. Should we look ahead and make sure there's nothing uh, particularly spooky on the grounds before we uh, beyond the the vampire bats before we move toward the uh, gates, just in case we are there's a trap for us along the way? Should we roll perception well, again, Tony? Like sure. a good idea. <laughs> I'm not going to stop you. Perception on the grounds between here and the entrance. One. So I'm oh. not good whatsoever. <laughs> Thirteen for me. Thirteen. There may be there may 20, be some so ground 20, between here and the entrance. You're not sure. Twenty three for me. Yeah, I've got twenty nine. Holy cow! Wow. Zenrich. That Zenrich has like twenty twenty vision. That is powerful ranger business there. Yeah, the rangers. That well, okay. So the ranger has pretty good sight. So I mean, most of what you're seeing between the entrance here at the gates and the grounds seem to be some trees. Most of them look pretty uh, not not lively. They look pretty dead. Um, doesn't seem to be a lot of other wildlife in the area beyond the bats. And, of course, you can see up to the entrance of the spooky manor. M- most of them seem <laughs> not alive? None of them seem particularly alive. Right. Let's put it that way. Okay. The, the, these are dead trees is what we're trying to All communicate right. well, to then, uh, We have not yet communicated the Pat, idea that they Pat might be says, undead come on, trees. Come on, let's, uh, right. let's head up there then. Mm-hmm. And we, uh, we are going to walk up toward the... Uh, yeah. All right, feel free to move into the courtyard. Uh, so just, just something for our, our players. Um, there are a lot of maps uh, in this adventure. Uh, in 4th edition, many players are used to, if there's a map, it's a battle map. Uh, there will be many maps that you will have you moving around that are not specifically battle maps, but could be battle maps, depending on if a battle happens or not. Tricky. Uh, I will tell you, as you start moving into the courtyard, uh, you notice um, that there are... Um, there are steps up to the front door of the manor, which we'll describe in a second. There are also, it looks like there's kind of paths around either side uh, to the east and west. So if you didn't feel like going in the front door. Uh, you know, why not, why not try the front door first, I say. Mm-hmm. Okay. Seems smart. I see statues, though. Statues always make me nervous. Yep. And they're, and they're aiming something at us. Swords or something? <laughs> yeah. Seem to have yeah what are we what are we seeing here, DMs? Do you have more information about this? We're looking at these statues that seem to have uh, be pointing swords out at each other. So there, there's some uh, the the front steps of uh, Savoth Manor are relatively ornate. Uh, you've got some nice marble steps leading up to kind of a porch and big uh, oaken double doors there with kind of uh, brass uh, fixtures. Uh, but standing to either side of the door uh, are rather imposing um, solid brass. Uh, life-size or maybe even slightly larger than life-size statues of armored warriors, uh, and each one is kind of standing out at attention with a broadsword kind of held, uh, you know, almost overhead, as if they could, you know, leap into battle at any moment. Though, but they're just a statue. I wouldn't be worried about anything. I think. Yeah. We, do we have? Uh, can we try to maybe see if there is something magical or special about these statues in some way that would make them more threatening? Ooh. 
you can do whatever you want. This is Dungeons and Dragons. All right. I want to test for traps. Would that be, uh, that would be perception, correct? Perception is pretty much anything looking. So for just as a, a for our new people, uh, 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 for instance, uh, if you were worried that something might be trapped, you would use perception to check for traps. Mm. Um, if you wanted to say disarm a trap, that would then be thievery. And if okay. I want to see if there's something magical at work, what would that be? Arcana? Uh, that, arcana? that would be, that would be arcana. arcana. Yeah. All right. I'm going to try Arcana. Do, 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 do. Seven, eight, nine, uh, 29. Ooh. That's a lot of Arcana. 12. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to roll Perception, and I got a 10. I have a 14 Perception. And I got a 12 for Perception. So you, I don't think you notice anything... Um, Anything particularly exciting about uh, the, but about the uh, the porch or the statues with those perception rolls? Uh, Aline, what did you roll? Perception. You rolled perception twenty-seven. Uh, that is a much better roll than some of the other rolls. Um, <laughs> so uh, you notice uh, as you're kind of studying it um, that the uh, the arm holding the broadsword on each of the big brass statues uh, looks like it's hinged. That's that's unusual for a statue. Uh, I mean, I'm not like a statue expert, but they tend not to to feature you're not heavily. Not a statuologist. In the, not a statuologist. Yeah. You're DM. You're an everything expert. Um, but it, I feel like most traditional statues are not big into the moving parts department. So uh, you notice that. Um, let's see, uh, Zal, you did an Arcana check. Correct. Um, you feel like there's probably you know a, a variety of. Um, low-level magic um, around this area, which seems weird for an abandoned estate, right? Maybe maybe it's not so abandoned. Uh, but you don't notice anything specifically magical about uh, the front door uh, or, or these these statues. So there, there's, okay. it's not like there's a powerful magic ward uh, preventing you from stepping up onto that porch. Uh, so yeah, so here we are in front of Save Off Manor, two statues, five adventurers. Yeah. Who wants to be the first to step onto the porch? I'm belligerent. I can do it. I think maybe we should take a look at uh, at seeing if there's some sort of a mechanism somewhere that would perhaps make these hinged arms go down. I mean, I'm assuming that uh, that that you're sharing about the uh, the hinges and not just keeping that to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> or if it's something that you actually like, try to press down and activate something. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Or do you just step on one of the steps and they they lower? Newbie question, where's my uh, modifier for perception? Because I've just been rolling straight dice rolls. Maybe that's right. I don't know. It's under skills on page one down the bottom right corner. Uh, you probably have better. Though. Okay. Uh, it says six. So, so you would add six. six. Add six. Okay. D20 plus six. All right. I'll yeah. do that for now on. Oops. I thought you were just really bad at rolling dice. because no, I'm that too. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so. No, I'm also stupid. So there you go. <laughs> Snake eyes. That's good, right? Yeah. <laughs> Um, so yeah, so you're, you, you've, you've determined that there might be something unusual about these statues. Um, but, uh, I don't, I don't know if you've identified what your plan, uh, for dealing with that information is yet. Hmm. Hmm. I wonder. I would not think that walking up, it, is there a spot in the middle of the, it looks by the picture that in, in the middle of mm-hmm. the porch is a spot where neither one of those swords could, could hit you? Or are they both long enough that there's, that they actually can reach every single, uh, square on the porch yeah, if that, they were to swing their That looks their like pole. it could be beheady. I'm going to say that you don't need to look very hard to decide that those swords are pretty big. And okay. that, that porch, you know, it's a it's a nice porch, but it's not a big porch. Gotcha. All right. I think we should maybe take a look a look, closer look at the, like the backs of the statues or something and see if there's a, a mechanism we could disarm. This is going to be one of those episodes where we never even get inside. Isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> How many hours will they spend on door one? All right. I, What's behind door number one? Uh, now, something just, you know, if you're talking about kind of trying to interact with something, um, Erica, you would probably know that that would be a thievery check. Um, you chose not to bring a rogue to this group, but I think some people might be trained in thievery, so you might have a quick discussion about who is who is best at thievery. Okay. I've got plus eight. I have plus nine. I've got a Minus one, no so I'm no good. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, there a minus modifier? You can just give oh, us yeah. your money. <laughs> That's how that works. <laughs> What's our highest thievery? I think the plus eight was it. Was that or anybody? I have a plus nine. Plus oh, nine. Yeah, Brian has Ooh. plus nine. I have plus minus eight. one. All right. I'm no good. I yeah, walk over to the other side of the statue where I am 90% positive that there is no uh, hinge to hit me. And I roll me some thievery. Roll. And I'll walk around to the other statue and do the same. Maybe, maybe it'll be different. 
I have not seen oh, you space. roll a thing yet. Um, boom. I got 14. I have a 26. Whoa, look at you. Okay. Um, so I'm going to say that, uh, Zenrich, uh, you, you got there first. Um, and you were basically able to, it turned out there was a little hatch on the back of that statue. That occurs to you that that's, you know, that was a little unusual in statue design, uh, <laughs> but you were looking for it and you, you popped open that hatch and were able to get some stuff going. And, uh, you think that you have, uh, you have disabled, uh, this trap. Oh, thank God. Ooh. That's probably the only trap. Um, to. yeah. Mm-hmm. So Anya, I'm going to say you, you went over and found a, uh, a similar hatch and, um, you, you did not roll quite as well as, as, as Zenrich. Uh, and you, uh, basically activated that trap, but thankfully you were behind it and your statue swung its, uh, sword down dramatically. Uh, and it would have probably done serious damage to anyone on that porch. Uh, but it looks like it is now successfully deactivated. All right. You're welcome. Uh, I go up to the front door and knock. <laughs> okay. So Panavar uh, approaches the front door of Savoth Estate, 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 and knocks. <laughs> knocks, knocks. Knocks, 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 knocks. Bell out of order. Please knock. <laughs> uh, you you hear your kind of knock echoing uh, in, in in the throughout the manor, but it doesn't seem like anyone's anyone's replying. <laughs> I like I, how the rest of us are still waiting at the bottom of the I stairs, say, and Panavore's up by himself. I Let say, hello, any, anybody home? Silence is your only I, reply. I think we can probably just go in. There's no um, way here, in theory. Okay. Uh, can, I observe the, can I observe the doors to see if there is anything weird or spooky or trapped about them? You can perceive them, yes. Go for it. Boy. 18. These look like like your kind of doors that are that are fairly ordinary, but uh, I would say they're, you know, maybe very nice doors from the ones that you've seen, but doesn't seem anything terribly spooky about them. All right, I open I open the door. The door is locked. Mm-hmm. <laughs> People don't just leave their estates unlocked, Jason. All right, uh, they do in Canada. I turn around and say, anybody want to unlock or open or smash open these doors? Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> That's a good question. Well, I don't think an arrow to the uh, keyhole would do much. <laughs> what mechanism uh, do we have? Um, lacking a rogue, uh, we could we could try. Can we do thievery or can we just do brute force and knock them down? Yeah, both are valid options. Open to you. Well, I can. How about how about Zenrich was very successful di- disarming the uh, the statues. Maybe uh, he could get up here and uh, see if he can open these doors. Mm-hmm. I wonder if it would be thievery that would be able to open. It. Oh, I guess it would be uh, Dungeons Master. Would yep. it be thievery to uh, crack down the door. Yeah, absolutely. Let's uh, let's rock this. <laughs> All right, we have an eighteen to get into the uh, manor. Well, I mean, you are more of a ranger than a traditional thief. So perhaps, you know, <laughs> you were spending your time shooting arrows and learning to do woodland things rather than picking locks because this one does not seem to yield to you. <sighs> Should I try? <laughs> or do we want to go brute force? I vote we, uh, yeah, I vote Anya tries her hand at it as well. Mm-hmm. They're very nice doors. I'd hate to break them. Uh, Dan, they could even theoretically collaborate, right? Indeed, you can you can oh, roll, oh, and if right. you can roll better than a uh, a ten plus half your level, then you are you can basically give a plus two to your buddy. So Zenrich, why don't you roll to see if you're helping, and then you may give a bonus to Anya. All right, let me give that a shot. That would also be thievery. Yep. All right, we have a sixteen here. Does that help Anya? Uh, I would say yes, that yeah. does. All right, so Anya, you get a plus two bonus to your attempt. Okay, so I'll do plus. We have faith in you, Anya. Plus ten instead of plus eight. Mm-hmm. Nineteen. Does that one extra point get us anywhere? No. <laughs> Come on, no. I, I'd say your your one extra point is not help you with much other than feeling like you maybe jammed the lock pretty good. <laughs> all right. All right, bust it down. Yeah, how do we break it down? Who in this party has the big strength? I'm sure we all know. Uh, I have 16. I don't know if that helps. Strength, that strength check. Is that what we're going to be doing, a strength check? It is um, great for... You have two options, generally, when dealing with these things. You could attempt a strength check, or you could attempt to sort of just attack the door and just sort of, like, smash it down. Strength, well, I think, implies more that you're, like, you know, putting your shoulder up against it. Uh, what's a door's AC, I wonder? Well, who's who's our strongest, and what's your... You look at the look at your sheet, you want the strength check. So it's uh, in under abilities, next to your yep. score, you'll have a check number. I have six. I have 12. Whoa! Yeah, I'm only a 12. I'm a 12. Oh, wow. 
Well, I'm going to get off like the porch because mine's a two. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a wuss. Wait, what? Back. Your strength no, is a two? what do you two? say we give no, that my, a shot? My oh, check. you're talking about the... Okay. The modifier. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Mine's a four. So who's got the biggest? Wow, I would have guessed the... Oh, I've uh, got a, well, I got a six and 16 for strength, so... I don't know if that yeah. makes me stronger. It's a 16? 16 so, is the So you, you want to look at the check the number, modifier. and that's what that's what you would add to your dice roll to do a strength check. Okay. So that's six. All right, you're our strongest. Yeah. Okay, I'll go for that. Let me try. Yep. Send the I dwarf to the door. Five and six is eleven. Oh, that's probably not good. You know, I think if anything broke right then, it might have been inside your arm as you kind of tried to <laughs> or my heart. <laughs> yeah. I have a low center of gravity. Well, you know, and I also I don't know what your relationship is with the uh, your other your other colleagues here, but some of them you may be a little a little concerned about your standing in the group. Power size goes up to the door next to the dwarf, slams against it. Nineteen. Oh. Ooh. I'd say the door shudders a little bit in its frame. Ooh, and it a little might bit. seem like it's, you know, giving way a little bit, but it's not. It seems to be pretty solidly locked to. These guys invested in expensive doors. In this episode, a lot of things party you don't want people to steal. Fails to open the door. Mm. <laughs> so, we need to find a key maybe? I will I will give it a try. Oops, I said roll 20. Sorry. <laughs> D20 would be better. Yeah. Cheat to win, Erica. Cheat to win. <laughs> All my numbers are 20. I'm just awesome. Yeah, okay. There's that six. No. Ow. Can you breathe fired? I may look tough. I'm really not. Or we could try one of the paths around. Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah. it's up to you. East you could, west. you know, it's, it, you could probably break down this door uh, with enough work, but it might take you some time. Mm-hmm. And you, Four you know, hours, maybe. You know, it yeah. may, you know, it, you, time is a, a limited commodity here. Uh, so and it's, it's up money. to you. Yeah, it's also money. It's it's gold, as they say. Time is gold pieces. Um, so it's up to you whether you want to keep trying to... It may take you some time, but probably you could eventually break down a door. That seems like something adventurers could do in four hours. Uh, or you could explore other like alternate... It. Or there are other avenues. Um, you know, you did successfully take take care of the trap that was uh, would have made that porch pretty dangerous. Well, I've heard from a pretty reliable source that there's a ghost in the gazebo <laughs> behind the manor. Um oh. I, I, I've heard that it's looking for uh, for a piece of jewelry, like a really sentimental value, but maybe the ghost might have a key or maybe we'll hit something else as we're walking around. All right. Well, let's uh, let's go down one let's of the paths. Try. Anybody have Does an anybody opinion? want to give one of these trees a shake and maybe uh, find a key hidden in a tree? Would that be worth <laughs> yeah, it? Yeah. Is there anybody? a rock next to the porch that might <laughs> look under it to see if there's a key down there? <laughs> I look for a fake rock. <laughs> I think if we're not going to spend time breaking down the door, we probably don't want to spend time searching the entire courtyard yeah. for shaking down the trees. For a key that's probably not there, so. Here, here's yeah. all. Yeah. All right, okay. let's wander. Let's wander. Let's go left. West, east or west, guys? Okay. I just roll. I just flipped a coin and it came up one. So let's go. Right. Uh, let's go left. I'm on board. So you're going to go left. Indeed. And I think that takes you around the side. Of the house. Well, Savoff Manor is quite a large uh, estate by, uh, certainly it's far bigger than any other home in Ravenshire. And uh, you spend some time kind of, uh, the path kind of winds through some pretty gross dried out scrubland uh, as you go uh, around the, the passage, uh, around the uh, the manor. And you notice um, the path can, uh, continues. You could go keep going all the way around the back of the uh, the estate. But you discover as you as you go along the side of the estate that there is a uh, an entrance. It looks like kind of a, a cellar door uh, that probably leads into the basement of Savoth Manor. Is it ever a good idea to go in a basement of a haunted manor? Like <laughs> I don't know. Sure, the best that's yeah. pure video game logic right there. Yeah, well, that do, could be where the kids are. They may have gone straight there. And, so, you know, so Aline, get them you, and get out. Is your information that there's a uh, that that there actually is a key with the ghost in the gazebo, or is that just wishful thinking? That's wishful. That that is wild speculation. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, I think we should look at this door. Let's at least see if it's locked or open. I mean, if it's another thing, we're gonna have to bust down. I say we keep walking. <laughs> I'm with Erica. I agree. Mm-hmm. So the uh, the big doors down to the cellar, uh, they've got like kind of a little crossbar on them just to uh, keep them in place and from rattling in the winter. But they do not appear to be uh, locked in any uh, in any way that would stop you. All right. So you could totally go into the basement of the spooky manor if you wanted let's to. Let's do this. Thing. Let's do it. I am one hundred ten percent behind you guys. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think he means he's literally behind, behind, behind us. The dwarf's yeah. opening the door, right? The dwarf, because the dwarf's going to open. Uh, so we've established that confidence is your strongest uh, part of the group here. <laughs> yep. All right. 
Can we see anything once we open the door? Can we see anything down there? It is quite dark. You may want to create some kind of light source. I want to cast light on a little pebble and just toss it in and see what we see. Okay. Uh, The pebble uh, skitters across the ground. Uh, It looks like... This does not look like your traditional basement. Uh, there are no nerds oh. playing Dungeons and Dragons in it. Uh, there's no cheap wood paneling. There's uh, no Mountain Dew and Doritos? There is no Mountain Dew no and Doritos. Cave bar. In- instead, what did show up for? Instead, there seems to be a kind of a very rough stone surface. And, and you can, in fact, see there's kind of a, a passageway. Did you, you illuminate it a little bit more for them, Dan? Mm-hmm. Um, yep. And you can see what look like possibly very deep pits to either side of the passageway. Um this is also it's the very. Uh, this seems not so much to be a basement as a cavern that perhaps the estate was built upon. the The, the ceiling of the cavern is is a good twenty or thirty feet uh, above you, and you can see just in the dim light coming off that pebble, uh, there do seem to be uh, several hundred sleeping bats oh. on the ceiling of this chamber. I was just going to wonder if we were going to encounter Batman at any point in this. <laughs> <laughs> All of Always my adventures secretly feature Batman, but no one has ever found him because he's Batman. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, wow. Wow. so yeah, so you see that. I'm also going to say, uh, Dan, do you think they see that thing kind of far in the distance? I, I think they might have a vague idea of what that is. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would so, say, yeah, go for I'm it. I'm sure yeah. the ranger sees uh, it. So basically, yes, the ranger with his eagle eyes, which he stole from an eagle, <laughs> can see uh, what looks to be a, a small column. Um, or pedestal of some sorts, about three feet high. Um, and there seems to be something on it that looks almost like a like a metal sphere. Um, but you can't quite... It, it seems to be illuminating some sort of like light, uh, but you can't quite tell from here what it is. Hmm. Dan, with a uh, 13 perception, can I see any more of it? With a 13 perception, you may actually see less. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously... Oh. The people who own Savoth Manor keep their good pedestal and sphere upstairs, and this is like their bad old one that they keep down in the basement. So yeah. I just got a 22 perception. Does that help any? Wow. Oh, the, the paladin. Yeah. Okay. You can see uh, from this distance, you sort of squint and you can make out. It actually almost kind of looks like an eyeball, mm. but it's like made of metal. And, maybe, uh, and the light seems to be coming maybe from like where the iris would be. Yeah. Have I heard of any kind of magical implement like this, you know, throughout my, my reading? Is this something I might know about? I don't know. Would you like to make a history check? Uh, I'll, I'll say a history or arcana, whichever one you're better at, seems like um, might be something. I don't, know, I don't know what you roll for the history of magic. So. I, I'm better at history, so I'm going to go for that. Do it. Uh, 15 plus 14 is 29. 29. Not bad. Uh, mm. So we'll assume that, that Zenrich uh, describes what he sees to the group, mm-hmm. and you say you. I, I would say that um, you you know enough uh, history of magic that that is probably some kind of magical sentry. Um, that is probably mm-hmm. some kind of uh, you know uh, keep people out of your basement full of bats device. Uh, All right, I I think maybe we should continue around this. I of the agree. House. I'm not feeling good about this. Let's continue around. I think. Quick, quick. Mm. I have a plus ten to Arcana, so. Could we maybe see, we might be able to tell if it's something like we could disarm somehow or exactly what the nature of the sentry is with that. You are, you are free to try, try that. I'm really concerned about these vampire bats yeah. because if there's mm-hmm. hundreds of them down here and we saw a flock of them outside, how are they getting out? Oh, you probably also would know that the Savoff family actually just vampire bats. Oh, yeah, oh, okay. yeah, a proud, proud, proud vampire bat family that has been very active in the community. Um, <laughs> so they do a lot of blood drives. I was just about oh, to say. Oh. <laughs> Thanks for taking the hit. Um, all You're right, welcome. so um, Aline, you did a great Arcana check uh, as you studied that sentry. So you would know that that is a magical sentry, and specifically as you study it, you get the sense that uh, that that kind of eye on top of the pedestal. If somebody gets too close to it. That eye is going to shine light on them, which might uh, be upsetting to some of the other denizens in this uh, this cavern. Um, Your friends are going to hate you. And you, I'm going to say because that was such a great check, you would know if you got um, if you got a little bit closer, you could attempt to uh, temporarily deactivate it. You would also assume that somebody who got next to it with a thievery check would be able to uh, physically deactivate it. Ooh. Thank you for knowing all of that, Anya. That's wonderful. Yeah. You're welcome. How do you it's do my it? my pleasure. So is oh, that man, something we so... want to risk, or do we want to take this knowledge and... File it away. Yeah. 
in our little inside out. I like uh, that there's a lot of filing going on in this. I just like the idea that you guys are just going to very organized. I love it. Go around and just check every door in this uh, manner and discover that each of them has something horrible behind it, and then just leave. <laughs> and then no, we're going to go to the bar and have a beer. Yeah, yeah those, those, those kids the, are screwed. This is, the, yeah. <laughs> this is the recon adventure party. Later on comes the actual rescuing right, adventure. Right. Party. Well, it's, you know, it's <laughs> the, the challenge when you have a nonlinear adventure is people open doors and they're like, "Nope, not doing that." <laughs> <laughs> well, I have a, I have a question for for Zenrich, our our um, our ranger. ranger. Hi, Zal. Yes. Uh, can you see any signs that the children have gone this way at all? Ooh. Uh, I, I wish I would have asked that before perception. we trampled all over the ground, but <laughs> I just thought of it now. I was distracted by bats. Perception uh, 15. Does that get me in the information, Dungeons Master? Uh, you know, you it, you you look at the uh, the ground and for a what appears to be abandoned cavern under an abandoned estate full of vampire bats... There's actually a surprising amount of footprints going back and forth on this little passageway in front of you. Um, but they don't, none, you don't, I don't know. It's hard. In fact, there's so many, it's hard to know if they are, uh, in fact, any that belong to a child. Yeah, Zal, I'm not entirely sure if uh, there's anything, you know, any feet that are small enough for nobles' children, but. How about uh, continuing it, along the path <laughs> uh, back Only large towards the back of the house? Feet. Yeah, I don't know. Should we hang out down here and try to disarm our magical light beam? Uh, well, so pillar? you could disarm. I could assist. Or hmm. I could try to assist. But do you have to then get close enough without setting it off to be able to do that first? It was, what, thievery and one other check? Well, that could as, disarm a, a, a lean, as um as, uh, I'm sorry, Anya yeah. discovered, uh, she could potentially temporarily stop it using Arcana, which would not require her to be right next to it oh, because, right, right. you know, magic. Okay, well, let me, let's roll and see what happens. You'll have okay. to get, you will have to get closer. You okay. have to be within probably about, uh, you know, five squares in order. Can I to aid Anya on if, that then as well? Uh, I would think so. Okay. Yeah, Anya, if your roll is high enough, I would uh, not be opposed to going in there and thieving the hell out of that, uh... <laughs> Uh, pillar. Okay. Uh, yeah. Can, so, can I roll an insight check to find out if I think this is a stupid idea? Uh, <laughs> I don't think that's, that's, that's not insight. That's, that's not actually insight. a yeah. That's a Jason check. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm offended by that. That the stupid idea check would be called a Jason <laughs> check. Um, so Anya, I, I think you're going to have to get within five of that sentry to do that. Is that what we're saying, Dan? Yep. Yep. Is that would that count as five? Or is that too far? I think you could actually even be one further back. Uh, let's do one further back. Yeah. All right, yep. Anya, you are my defense, my magical defense against this light. <laughs> I'll, just, I'll just hang defense. back here. Hide in order for me, in order for me to help, I would also need to be within five. Is that how I would, it would work? I would say so. I, yep, I agree. All right. How much space is it if I go here? Am I like tipping on the edge? You're okay. You're great. Okay. You're not totally about to. Do you, do you want to look down into that deep dark pit? Don't step Don't look right. down. No. Don't ever look yeah. down. <laughs> All right. All right. So I got. All right. So Anya uh, says some powerful magic words. Uh, Zal helps Zal her seems, out. He's a encouragement. Yeah. Like cheering encouragement, magic encouragement. Go Anya. Side. Yeah. So the, uh, that sentry, uh, Dan, correct me if I'm wrong. I believe that that sentry is deactivated for a turn. Indeed. So, uh, Zenrich, I'll say you, you have not gone yet. We're, we're not, we don't, we're mm -hmm. not totally like acting in initiative or anything yet, but we'll say that, um, so that was like Anya and, and Zal's turn. Other people can do stuff this turn, and then there'll be another turn after that where the sentry is still deactivated. So, uh, Zenrich, it's, if you want to go next, you are free to run up to that and probably won't die. I mean, no promises. Perfect. All right. Would that be, um, uh, are we going by actions here with minor and yeah? Uh, you get actions? a standard to move and a minor, so you could totally use your move Oops. action to get up there and do a standard action to try uh, and uh, thievery it. Fantastic! So I have a six speed. So that's one, two, three. You can get there. Four, five. You're, you're good. Six. Great. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Hello there, magical light pillar. I'm here to disarm you with any luck whatsoever. Hello. <laughs> Magical light pillar, robot or not? Yeah. <laughs> not. Once, when magic um, enters, robot leaves. I think it was one of the... Uh, I kind of want to be a robot, though. It's one of the teachings. <laughs> Wish me luck, party. I'm about to roll with my uh, keyboard here and not magical dice. All right. Ah, 21. What Ooh. do we get? Well, 
<laughs> you uh, pry open a panel on the no, side no. of it, and you feel what? like, oh, yeah, there's definitely some, some mechanism here I could probably Robot. disarm. Pluck Unfortunately, out <laughs> as you do that, um, you accidentally seem to trip something which causes it to, uh, you know, basically illuminate and look directly at you. Ah, oh, damn it. Oh, God. <laughs> and sadly, that means... Uh, you hear a flutter of gentle wings as a swarm of vampire bats descends upon you. Guys, this is exciting. This You're getting attacked for the first time. This is... Yay. Oh, dear God. Mm-hmm. All right. So, uh, vampire bat swarm. Let's do vampire that. Vampire bat swarm. Mm-hmm. We rolling initiative, or...? Uh, I think we can just well, do it without for now. Right, Dan? This will okay, trigger... Cool. Yeah, because <laughs> this will trigger based on your action, yeah. essentially. Mm. Um, so, uh, let's see. I shall determine whether or not it seems like it's actually going to hit you or not and here we go what is your reflex Cenric? uh my reflex is so basically yes there are multiple uh, your armor class 19 excellent so nice. the bats descend you kind of realize that those bats are uh, are coming down on you and you you sort of manage to uh, dodge out of the way a little bit but you get nipped a little bit here and there so you're going to take five damage Ooh, all right. That could have been a lot worse, is your sense. Could have been a lot worse. <laughs> Much worse, yes. Uh, and that that square is now essentially, let's say, filled with bats. <laughs> That's a technical term. <laughs> lava. Let's um, lava. So you would probably not want to start your turn in that square if you could help it. Not one bit. <laughs> Um, but that may not be an option. For, that may or may not be an option for you <laughs> since you are already there. Yeah. Yes. Um, so. Ooh. That you've you've used a standard a move. Uh, I, I don't think you attempted a minor. If you had one that you wished to use, you could potentially use one. Now. Nothing I can. Uh, no minors I'd like to take right now. Thank you. Okay. Uh, why don't we move on to the the folks bringing up the rear there, Gruther <laughs> and Panavor? Would either of you like to do anything since you have seen Zenric essentially uh, eaten by bats? Well, what can I do here? I've got strength. And I've got Constitution, and I've got Charm, none of which are going to help me. So I, I can help Zenric here, actually, by as a minor action. Oh, oh no! Where do I need to come in closer? Oh, I do. Damn it! It's a burst five. Huh? If you wanted, you could mm, wait. My move is well. You'd probably be able to make it with two moves, right? If you uh, demote one of your actions to a move. No, I because I, yes, I was going to give you a knack for su- knack for success, which would let you shift out of that square. But it's a burst five. Ooh. And I am far away from you right now. Well, I mean, how far would you need to go to get uh, within five of him? I need oh, to be up. Be... I need to be up with with uh, Anya and Zal for this. And what is your speed? Uh, five. And what is knack for success? Is that a minor action? It is a minor. So Brian is indeed correct. You could use your standard and and your move to basically get past Anya and Zal. So that you would be within five. So you can essentially double move. All right. Well, I'm going to do that then and, and cast the knack for success. My mere presence is going to help Zenric uh, shift up to two squares as a free action. Much, much, much appreciated, Panavore. Uh Two square shift. Where's my mouse? So you can perhaps not be in the square of bats. <laughs> Probably square, the one thing you square, might decide. Square, square up. Bats, bats. bats. <laughs> Zenrich, if, if you still want to be adjacent to the uh, the thing, that might be helpful on the start of your next That might turn. be helpful to, like, knock it off or, or grab it or smash it or something. Or, but, but probably, you know, you don't want to be in the square of bats. So you, you've solved that problem. Right, right. But, yes, you could shift to an adjacent square. The bats mainly seem interested in that first yeah. square. Right, right. So this would be helpful in trying another thievery? Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. What could go wrong? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing at this yeah. point. Uh, so I think that takes up most of uh, pretty much all Panavore's turn. Gruther, since you're yes. the only one who hasn't had a chance to do anything yet, is there anything you would like to do at this time? I don't know if this is going to help any, but I got something called Righteous Smite, which fills me and my nearby allies with preternatural resolve. Would that help you guys any? It sure sounds, yeah, it sounds great. I mean, it's like, who doesn't <laughs> want some, some, some resolve? I mean, I'm resolved to move away from those bats. All right. Okay, so I think, has anybody uh, else, I think we've covered, everybody's had a chance to go. Does anybody feel like they didn't accomplish anything they want to accomplish? Well, I didn't. But I you tried. I tried. Yeah, yeah, we we can, can only promise the uh, opportunity to try to accomplish. We promise no accomplishments. So That's true. Um, so uh, I think that probably brings us back around to Zenric, since he was the first one to sort of take an action. Or I guess Anya or uh, Zal could go, if, mm-hmm. since I guess they... 
uh, use some magic this time. Uh, Tony, when would you say that Sentry reactivates? I would say at the end it, of this turn. Looking for I think now? I think at the end of this turn. I think they they've got it down for a whole turn. So I think they've got okay. another round, and they could attempt to keep nullifying it if they want. So because it looks like right now this Sentry Fantastic. is not in kind of seeking mode, uh, but it is if you fail to disable it, it is in. I'm I'm happy to summon bats on the next person who comes. So you know, there's there's again there's a variety of approaches here. You could keep trying to disable it with thievery. You could try to start smashing it, or you could decide to just you know disable it temporarily and keep moving. Um, yeah, choose, choose wisely, but don't choose bats. Yeah, don't choose bats. Don't choose. So bats. I could uh, I could move up next to Zenrich and assist with the thievery, trying to disarm it mm-hmm. and do that like one that more. What's your thievery on you? Eight. Ooh, all right. Yeah, mine is nine. That can't yeah. hurt. Okay. Dan, I, I, I forget, like, tactically, if, if Anya is also really good at thievery, is it worth helping or is it just worth her attempting on her own? That's kind of a six of one, half dozen other approach. So basically, the best you can give when you're helping is plus two. And that's no matter how well you succeed. It's just a question of you succeed or not. Um, but if you both try separately, you essentially have two chances. Keep in mind, though, you also have two chances to fail and perhaps summon bats. Mm-hmm. I'm leaving it up to you, Anya. Um, what do you want to do? <laughs> what does everyone else think? I, I like the idea of a, of working together. Okay. The rest of your party has left. They are that, <laughs> <laughs> that convinced that you're going to save yourselves from the bats. All right. Well, all right. I'll move up next to Zenrich then. And that's not the bat square, right? No, the bat square is below <laughs> the bat square the is, uh, next to it. We'll assume you don't yeah, enter no, the bat square unless you the bat square. All right. So I will roll to assist. Fantastic. That's a, that doesn't feel, it doesn't like feel very token in there. That doesn't. Yeah, I, I think, unfortunately, maybe you're just getting in Zenrich's light. <laughs> no, oh. light's what we need less of, Dan. Come on. Oh, sorry. Sorry. You're getting in Zenrich's dark. Thank you. <laughs> Much better. <laughs> All right. Drum roll, please. Except hey, no. Dan, do you want to reveal more of the cavern now oh. that they're over there? Oh, sure. I'd love to do mm. that. But first, let's reveal some bats. <laughs> no. Shoot. So Zenrich, what does Zenrich attempted to uh, to disable the uh, the uh, sentry further, and uh, the short story is that he was less Failed. successful than before. So, no. so in terms of successes, you guys aren't doing great. In terms of bats, it's like it's you're great. Chief, you're in bats. Yeah, the chief, the chief day. import and export yeah. of your your party right now is bats. Um, so. Mm. Uh, so let's find out if the bats manage to hit Zenrich. Yeah, shall uh, we? All right, my reflex is nineteen again. Is that a? Um, uh, that's not a modifier, is no. it? That's just the score. Yep, great. That's just the score. Yep. Um, these bats. These are dis- these, these are your you. good bats. <laughs> these are not your like your yeah. first round bats. These are. This isn't your B team bats. This is your A team yeah. bats. Um, so the bats swarm down upon you, and this time you are not as adroit at getting out of the way. So you're going to take some more damage here. All right. Uh, to the Crap. tune of, let us find out what kind of to damage. To the tune of lettuce. Take. Great. <laughs> to the tune of lettuce. Uh, to the tune of 13 points of damage. Mm-hmm. Now, Great. unfortunately, as you're sort of swatting at these bats, like, you kind of take a step backwards. Oh, no. <laughs> so you're going to need Wait. to make a saving throw to find out if you fall into that pit. And this saving throw, because you are dealing with bats, is at a minus two penalty. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, so you're great. gonna roll a d20. Perfect. Uh, and essentially, generally, you, you you succeed on a saving throw if you get a 10 or better. In this case, you're at a minus two. What? You need a 12 or better. You need a 12 or better. <laughs> that, is not, oh, that is not better. That's a three. <laughs> so the rest of you sort of see Zenrick like, like swatting at these bats is great, and then he just tips backwards and goes over the cliff. It's not good. Oh, Do we God. hear him land? <laughs> well, in a matter I of guess speaking, we'll over the bats. Um, Tony, tell us about what Zenrick has won. <laughs> so, all expenses trade paid trip. I'll say hi to Bing Bong. Zenrick, what kind what kind of scream do you let out as you fall over the pit? A girlish one. <laughs> Yeah, very nice. So, uh, you know, it, well, the, the good well. news, the good news is that at first, at first look, these, these appeared to be, uh, bottomless pits. Um, 
So the good news is good the good news. news is that they're not they're not that bottomless, um, or they could be more bottomless. So the, the bad news is they still have. Yeah, a the bad news is they are still mm-hmm. quite deep. Um, so let's see. So Zenrich, you hit the ground, um, and you know it's you feel like there, you you fell for quite some time, but you do land in a rather large amount of back guano. Um, so mm-hmm. you've got that going for you. Um, Trying to soften perfect. things up. Yeah. That would be... Can, uh, how can I save myself? I'm really good at acrobatics. Uh, I have a 14 modifier there. Would that be able to save me in any way? <laughs> it really nice guano landing. <laughs> I actually believe you could reduce the amount of damage that you might take if you with a certain amount of acrobatic... Great. Uh, acumen, shall we say. I like the, he sticks to landing. Yeah, I fell. Bat scared me and I fell in a giant pit. But I, my landing was great in the bat guano. Yeah. No, <laughs> no one saw it. Stay it was deep down in a pit. Oh, God. I also, I would have feel, I would have felt really bad, Brian, if we had All killed right. you in the first hour. That would have been <laughs> much appreciated. So let's roll okay. an acrobatics check and we'll find out how in trouble you are. Perfect. Hang on one second. That is a 29 hit points and my acrobatics roll just to save me here okay i'm at 14 i'm not in any disadvantage at this point after i've fallen i don't think so nope you're you're this is as you're falling you realize Perfect. you're falling you're trying to save yourself 25 Ooh. how am i doing wow yeah wow sticks the landing um, into so, the guano. Yeah, that's so good it's almost <laughs> like you shouldn't have fallen off that that to begin with in fact that is so good that you essentially managed to sort of like skid down the side of the cliff and kind of like almost like parkour your way down and land <laughs> standing. Wow. Taking no damage. Whoa. But like you're knee deep in back guano. So there's yeah. that. Wow. You smell really fantastic. bad. Yeah. Yeah. That no physical cut. damage. Only mental uh, damage. Yeah. <sighs> so Brian, did you, did you take. I'd like to thank my mom and my uh, uh, dad and my coach. That's Rich in a nutshell. Uh, clumsy at the top solid at the bottom brian i don't know if you already <laughs> marked down that you took the 11 damage you can untake that 11 damage um oh beautiful so, thank you yeah you are that still yeah you are still 30 feet deep in a pit full of you know yeah so back water so a successful mm. acrobatics check means you can reduce damage by half the check which in your case was that 12, was a great which was more a great thing to ask about because i wasn't going to volunteer that um because <laughs> i didn't think of it so <laughs> <laughs> his job is not think of it yeah that's my job as the pilot. Um, Your job is to think of it. Oh, dear God. Mm, this was uh, exciting. <laughs> All right, so <laughs> you guys maybe hear uh, uh, Zedric going. You hear like a scream, and then you hear like a couple thumps, and then, I'm okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fine. Everything's fine. fine. It's good. Fine. Anybody have some Purell? <laughs> well, I'll say this. He stuck the landing. Stay tuned for next week's episode when we return to Total Party Kill.